Welcome to the Hope Talks podcast with Grayson Willis and Pastor Margaret Michael, where you'll hear inspiring stories that are filled with hope and good news in Jesus Christ. You can find our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and TuneIn. You can also listen to episodes on our church YouTube channel. Thanks so much for listening. Welcome to today's broadcast of Hope Talks. I'm Grayson Willis. Thanks for tuning in and uh, Merry Christmas. Um, And today we have a great story uh, for this Christmas Sunday. Uh, I have Tanya Landis here um, joining us today. Tanya, how are you doing today? I'm doing fine. And also joining us via the phone is Angela Cole. Angela, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Grayson. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And Tanya just has a passion for Operation Christmas Child and doing shoeboxes, so she's going to share that with us today. Tanya, just tell us what got you started in packing shoeboxes for Operation Christmas Child and about how many years have you been doing it? I came here last year, and that was my first year. I found out about it, and in September, my mother, well, ex-mother-in-law told my daughter, about how they had sent it from their church, and a child had wrote back to them. And I've always give other places, but when I found out they were going to learn about Jesus, I have been. I, I, that's it. I was stuck on it. Right. So I gave 50 boxes last year, and it's been on ever since. Yeah, and uh, a lot of the items in those shoe boxes, um, there's something unique about them, if you just want to talk about that. Well, Couple, about, right before this happened, I was with a friend, and he had a sew machine out on his porch. But he didn't know it was a sew machine. He thought it was just an old table, and he was going to throw it away. Of course, you know how you pile stuff up on the porch? So we unpiled it, and there, lo and behold, was not just a sew machine. It was a 1961 Singer Rock and Tear all-metal sew machine. And he was going to still throw it away. And I said, no, no, no. We take it in. We grease it up. And the only thing wrong with it is the little rubber tire that winds the bobbin. So that two days later, he gets a wild idea. We go out there and clean the building. They're laying in the rubble and the dirt. is a surging machine, a Burnett Bernina surging machine. And it works, too. Well, at the time, I didn't know what it was for. But now I know. That rascal runs all the time. <laughs> so that's how I got started on the sewing part. And then my daughter found out that you could make pillowcase dresses. Well, I have a different version, but I still have that. And it's been going on ever since then. So, Tanya, what you're telling us is that you are making items for those shoe boxes. Oh, yeah. I make puppets for the boys because I just thought they'd love puppets and they're hand puppets. And they're made out of uh, real soft blankets. And they have great big goofy eyes and great big goofy ears. And then the girls, I make a sock doll. And this year, I am making paper dolls. And I didn't know how to make the paper dolls. And my daughter said, well, let's go on up here to the book fair. Because I had worked and worked on this doll and just tore them up left and right. <laughs> we go in there and we get up to the cash register. And she says, look over there, Mom. And there are these pre-cut forms of dolls. So, oh, I, yeah, so I used them. And then I didn't know what to make the dresses out of. And I didn't know about origami paper, which is colored on both sides. So now I'm making dresses. So I've been cutting dresses out for all the last three days. <laughs> So, and then I'm giving them extra paper, I'm giving them extra buttons, I'm giving them ribbon, a glue stick, scissors, everything they need so they can play and make their own dresses. Oh, wow. Well, I wanted to share, the reason I was invited to co-host today is because I was blessed and privileged to be um, at the collection site at our church, at um, Church of the Nazarene in Harrisonburg, and I, with my son that day, and you drove up, and... 
I ask you, I love this because I said, so are all these boxes, I think, how many boxes did you drop off that day? It should have been 200, but my daughter claimed some of them. (laughs) Yeah, I think it was close to two. I mean, it was like 200 boxes. And I said, now what church is this from? He said, oh, no, I did this. And we got to talking. I feel like I made a new friend that day. You were the biggest gift of that day. You know, you think you're going to go serve and you're the one who ends up getting blessed. And meeting you that day was a blessing. Well, thank you very much. I tell you, and when we open those boxes and to see the love that you've poured into them is incredible. You know, most of us just, um, not that shopping at the Dollar Tree or doing all those things is wrong. Any way we can get these boxes to children is incredible, but your heart and your passion and you using your gifts and talents just overwhelmed all of us. So tell me, what is it that inspires you and makes you pour in this time? And tell, tell our listeners today a little bit about how long it takes you to create these boxes. Well, the way I create the boxes is I look at things and I find things that I can do cheaply because I do a lot of boxes. Right. So right now Mm -hmm. I'm making a thing for the boys where they can have a little art pad and pencils. But if you buy them, they're expensive. So I found these little cards that are four by six and you can get a thousand for like $13 and I'm making my own. I'm punching holes in them and sticking tabs in them, but you just got to look around. But the thing that gets me is these children are going to learn about the Lord and people say, well, I can only give one box. Well, you just think about it this way. If you give that child and say Mm -hmm. that child's 10 years old, And that child comes to Christ. That child really comes to Christ. And that child lives to be 90 years old. In 80 years, how many lives is that child going to affect? How many people? Is she going to tell this magnificent story about how she got a shoebox? And she's going to, how many people is she going to turn to Christ? And that's why I do it. That's that's, that's the reason I do it. I was just going to say that day, I love the story about the sewing machine and the serger and I laugh because, like, I don't even really know how to sew a button on. But the passion you talked about with these, and you said, Angela, I wanted to make all these dolls, and I wanted to make all these things. But the most beautiful story you told was even how God provided. Oh, yes. And how He constantly provides. Share a little bit more of that. Oh, yes. Like I said about the dolls, there's these doll forms out of nowhere. And I'm going to do Play-Doh this year, and I've looked everywhere for uh cookie cutters and they're so expensive so i go into the i'm up here at the book fair and there are metal with rubber tops cookie cutters and, and i thought well they're gonna all be christmas no they're puppies and they're kitty cats so we, we know how that went i wiped them all out but i'll go into a store and i'll say lord if there's anything in the store that i can afford point me and we went into walmart and those great big uh erasers if you get on amazon they're big money for like five of them and they had a hundred Five different colors, $2.50. Well, of course, they don't have them anymore. I wiped them out. But I just keep on getting them. And when I, I see them, I just get them. And it's like the Lord says, hey, go over there. It's over there. And I just find them. And it's just, it's the Lord. It's, it is. Well, it's deep trust. And it shows us how he provides in the little things when we trust him with it. Um, and it's it's so good. So tell me something. What would you, what do you do to pack all these boxes? I know that like folding the boxes and preparing the boxes, that's a sacrifice of time. So tell me how you've creatively come up with a way to make that kind of a family affair. Well, we have a Halloween event at my house, more dinner than anything else. And everybody knew I was doing these boxes. So um, I just had a, 
I fixed the meal, and I lined the girls' boxes up all the way around my couch, and everybody, I pre-folded the boxes. We had a, a box folding party the night before. <laughs> and then I just go through, and everybody picks out each item and puts it in the box. They wrap it with a rubber band and slap a thing on it. And then we just do that the whole time. It took us about, oh, it took us about two hours, because then we had to turn around and load the boys' boxes up. But it's all family. Odd family, but a family. <laughs> Well, that's neat. I know a lot of churches have packing parties. I know our youth do that. But to do that even as a family, that's a cool thing to do. And uh, also, you were talking about these kids here in the gospel. That's another thing. As long as they're not in one of the special access countries where the gospel is not safe to be heard, there's um, actually a 12-week discipleship program called The Greatest Journey where kids that receive a shoebox have a chance to come back to where the church usually where they receive the shoebox during the handout and go through a 12-week discipleship journey where they're able to hear the gospel. So like you said, not only the kid gets to hear the gospel, but then in fold, maybe they'll go and tell their parents or their grandparents or whoever, and yeah. other people hear the gospel because of one shoebox. Yes, then those parents go and the grandparents tell somebody else, and it's just it's just wonderful. It yeah. is absolutely wonderful but your love for jesus radiates tanya thank you and just beautiful i I need you to know what an inspiration that you are um just in your love and i want to ask you what would you say to folks listening that don't feel like they have anything to give oh they have so much to give and they give things every day that they don't realize a smile they they give stuff that's just they don't realize they do they open the door for somebody They, they give people a little hope that there's still hope in the world it's just like the shoebox. I'm always at the shoebox. People see me coming and they say, oh, here she comes. But anyway. And, I love it. Yeah, but my daughter, she sees an elderly person in the store. She runs up there and helps them. I mean, yeah. you got to do those things. Yeah. And it'll give you more in your heart to do those things. When I go home, most people go home and they watch TV and they sit down and they do this and they do my. And I go home, like I said, I've cut paper dolls out for days and after that, I'll cut out dresses for days, and then I'll sew them. And I have more enjoyment out of that than any TV or any anything like that. I just love it. And you've gotten your friend involved down the road, who's your friend, and your daughter involved. And I think when we share God's love, it spreads. Well, yeah. And my, your friend? My friend, he I talked him into making uh he made uh, wooden trucks and wooden trains, and I talked him into that, and I got 200 out of him. Well, then he made wooden tops for him, like the old-timey spin tops. So Beautiful. And he enjoyed it. They give him something to do, and he enjoyed it. He's 80 years old, and it gives him something to do, and he loves the Lord, too. So, And then my friend, <laughs> shouldn't have asked me what I, what I needed to do to help, so she got half of the doll clothes <laughs> that she has to cut out. So I just make everybody... No, well, speaking them. of that, yes, you give everybody else the opportunity to shine this love and this light is what you do. And so tell me this, if there were, I mean, if I had fabric or someone had yarn or someone couldn't, didn't want to do boxes or couldn't do boxes, but they found crayons on sale, is that something that they could partner with you with? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We could take it. We could stuff more boxes and Yes. So where can they find you, Tanya? Uh, I own a business in Harrisonburg, and I hate to tell what it is, but it's extreme. No, auto- I want you to tell it. It's extreme <laughs> auto detailing. It's out on Early Road, and they can bring it there anytime. The phone number is 540-574-0728. If anybody would like patterns to these dolls, 
if anybody would like patterns to the, well, right now they're in the process, but the paper dolls, I would be more than glad to show how to do anything to help somebody else that wants to do it. I love it. I was reading in um, First Peter where it says, um, each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. Oh. And you are the most beautiful example of that. And I think I, I tease again, we laughed that day. I said, oh, my goodness, if I ever tried to make a doll like this, it would be um, a hot mess. <laughs> but you use the gifts and talents God's given you. I think you said your grandma taught you. Did you say your grandma taught you to sew? Uh, yep, she did, and um, I've been sewing since I was probably about 14, and um, my daughter, she found these doll babies that I showed you where they're supposed to talk to each other, and she found them online, and she made 200 for my boxes, so each box would have two dolls so they could talk to each other, but I, I have these gifts, everybody has gifts, they just got to decide if they want to use them for the right. Lord or something else, and I want to use mine for the Lord, but I tried to get everybody I know to do these boxes or participate somehow in these boxes. Because I That's think right. they just get everywhere in the world. They go everywhere. Mm-hmm. They do everything. One person mm-hmm. hears it. 20 people hear it. It's just, right. it's huge. It's beautiful. And I think you're so right. I love what you said about that there's still hope in the world. There's yes. still light. And when we share that smile, when we share that gift, when we're willing to sacrifice our time and give of our gifts and talents in ways that some people may not think are big, it multiplies and it flows and it shares God's light in what seems like a dark world. And you are certainly doing that. And I'm glad that you're willing to share your business. If someone's willing or someone can't help in this way, but they can go get their car detailed with you, that supports you. And we want to do that today. Well, thank you for that. But like I said, even if you can't do the shoebox, um, come to, to my business and I'll help you find a way to make that shoebox. I'll, I'll donate some things. Or Everybody's got to have that sense that they're helping the Lord. Like that smile. It's, it's just simple things. That means so much more. And uh, maybe somebody, they can't do a, financially can't do a box, but like you said, they could come by your place and help cut some dresses out or do some things like that to help you all with your shoe boxes. That would be great. That's be, I, I mean, that's what it's all about. And then you just you just get that family that, and it's, it's God's family, and they're all over the world. And it, right. And even if you're only able to do one or two shoe boxes, it's, you know, like you said, that's one or two more kids that get to hear the gospel. And that gospel goes, like I said, if that child lives to be for 70 years, yeah. how many people will that child yeah. touch? Look at Billy Graham. How yeah. many people did he touch? That's right. So, well, Tanya, I was sitting here thinking about you and you're so, um, your deep conviction and love to share the gospel um, beyond and beyond. Um Someone shared the gospel with you in your life. And who was that? And tell us a little bit about that story. Well, I was very young when I learned about Jesus, and I foolishly let him go, very foolishly. And then in later years, I found him again, and I wouldn't let anything, nothing in this world is more important to me than Jesus. So I'm never letting him go again. So on this Christmas Day, since Grayson is airing this on Christmas Day, which I think is so beautiful, what would you, if you could say anything to the folks listening today, what would your heart be for them? I would say to them that they say they can't do anything, but one little small baby child was born on Christmas Eve, and he changed the world. doesn't take huge things. It takes that small thing. And Jesus, I mean, if you have Jesus, you have everything. You can go to school. You can learn reading and writing and arithmetic. 
You can read all that stuff. But when you find Jesus, well, then you learn not to kill and not to steal. You learn Ten Commandments. You pretty much have your life. And my life has changed so much since I have found Jesus. I wish I could go back all those years and have found him and stayed with him then. And you know what? You returned. And that's what's important. Yep. That's very important. Yeah, and it, it's not how you start your life, it's how you finish it. And uh, you're making up for lost time, so to speak, it sounds like. Yes, we get so involved in our own lives, and if we could just see Jesus. Ever since I have found Jesus again, people have come to my shop that are just, I, there's a woman that comes there that bubbles so much of Jesus that I could I hug her all the time. She, she's just contagious, and I just love her. And more and more people are coming to my shop, and I think that's how it goes. And you just see people in town and it's like the Lord says, hey, go over and help that person. And we do. Or a man was walking down the road the other day and I thought, what's he doing out there walking? We get a couple a mile down the road, there sits his vehicle. We go back and pick him up and he does missionaries work all over everywhere. And, you know, he said, hi, just ask the Lord. It was a long way for him to walk home. And he said, here you come. <laughs> so the oh, Lord, huh. if you just listen, he's going to tell you. He's going to send you somebody. You just got to help him. Well, I sure am thankful that I got to meet you and was encouraged and reminded that all of us have gifts and all of us can share and shine the light of Jesus in the Amen. way he's created us. So thank you. And thank you for what you're doing. And we've prayed over those shoe boxes. And I'm so thankful to know that we serve a God that's going to lean at each one of those shoe boxes right in the lap of the child who needs it. Amen. Yeah, and Ton, one of the neat things about these shoe boxes is we might not know why God puts it on our heart to put certain things in the shoe boxes, but God knows what the child's need is and who the child is that's going to get the particular shoe box that we pack. I remember um, hearing a story about somebody had put gloves in a shoe box, not knowing if it was going to a warm climate or a cold climate. And it actually went to a kid that lived in a warm climate and he was crying and they thought maybe he was upset about something in the shoe box. But actually his job in the family was to take the hot pots off the stove and so he would like burn his hands because he didn't have any gloves. So then he got gloves in this shoe box mm-hmm. so that he didn't have to burn his hands anymore. And I know uh, January of 2020, uh, Pastor Margaret Michael, who's our outreach pastor here at Church of the Nazarene, is also my regular co-host on Hope Talks. She got to go, um, I forget what country it was that she got to go to to do a distribution, but uh, there was a little boy that happened to come to the distribution that day, and he it was actually his birthday. And earlier in the day, his parents told him they didn't have money to give him any gifts. But he got this shoebox and had all these gifts in this shoebox, and he was crying because he was so overwhelmed that the Lord knew where he was to be able to get those mm-hmm. gifts on his birthday. And if you look on Pinterest, if you look on YouTube, if you look under Samaritan Purse, you will see those stories, and they will make yeah. your heart sore. And they'll make yeah. you cry. They'll make you laugh. But if you want to see Samaritan Purse, you'll mm-hmm. see children receive things. And there was a little girl that... She got a doll, and she laughed, and she cried. She couldn't stop. She was so overwhelmed with that toy. Right. So if you want to see them, and you want to motivate yourself to give a box, go on those chat and look. Well, I think what I would like to just finish on is that we serve that same God, that same God that saw that little child that needed gloves, that needed the heart of that doll, 
is the same God that sees each person listening today. Yes. And so if someone's lonely or someone has a need or someone is weary, that same God sees them. Yes. 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 Yeah. He loves us all equally and he wants a personal relationship with all of us. Um, he's a personal God, I've heard uh, my dad say before. And uh, probably about a month or so back, I had a lady in who was speaking in this area, and she was with Operation Christmas Child. Um, her name was Evangeline, and she grew up in the Philippines and actually received a shoebox as a 13-year-old. Uh, she actually had a couple younger siblings and they actually didn't believe that she was 13 because she said, you can't see me because it's on the radio, but I'm tall for a Filipino. And so, but they had her help pass out the shoeboxes. And she said, I just prayed to the Lord that just one, just, just needed one box. Well, it turned out they had one left and a lady came and gave it to her. And she said she got school supplies and there were other stuff in the shoebox. But she said, I'm not sure if a younger kid, if they'd gotten this shoebox would have appreciated it as much as I did. But I know, now this wasn't her particular story, but I know there's been stories of kids that couldn't go to school because they didn't have school supplies, because they couldn't afford school supplies. So things like that are just, you never know. And I know there's been stories of kids that have had to share pencils or whatever, kids in a school. So getting like a pack of pencils allows them to have their own. And also, I even heard a story one time of a family where the kids all shared one toothbrush. So getting a toothbrush, having their very own toothbrush was a blessing. Just things, small things that we take for granted. Yes. And if you get on Amazon and you type in bulk or homeless, you will find amazing prices if you're out there yeah. doing these shoe boxes. Right. Toothbrushes, I got 400 like for $30. Wow. And they're wow. individually wrapped. You just got to keep searching. You can't just right. stop on that first page. Right. You got to search the, but you will find them and ask right. the Lord. He'll show them to you. Right. Well, Tanya, what else uh, would you like to share today? Maybe we haven't asked you already or you haven't shared already. Maybe any other stories that you have that you would like to share with us? I just say that the Lord gave me those sewing machines and he's gave me material. I mean, I ordered a box of material and it was kind of that surprise box. <laughs> well, it came and it had all this lining material in it. I thought, what am I going to do with that lining material? So it sat there and it sat there. And a couple of times I almost gave it away, but something said, uh-uh, don't get that material away. Well, I went into a store and they had um, upholstery fabric, but it wasn't that heavy stuff. It was nice. I ended up making purses and I used every piece of that lining material to line those purses with. So you just never know what the Lord sends you and where you're going to use it. But it works out. It just works out. But I hope everybody out there has a very Merry Christmas and remembers the reason. Because that's the greatest thing of all. Amen. I was just going to say, Tanya, don't you doubt that the Lord is using you and you are spreading his great love. And I'm so grateful um, for who you are and for your life. Thank you. And uh, thank you for joining us today, Tanya. It's been great to have you. And I know uh, it was the first day of collection week when you came in and dropped off the boxes. And Don Tutwiler, who is a volunteer with Operation Christmas Child and attends the church here, Church of the Nazarene in Harrisonburg, he called me. I was up in my office working because I work here at the church. He called me. He's like, you got to come down here. He said, there's this lady and she's brought almost 200 boxes to drop off and uh so I wasn't sure exactly, but I grabbed my hand recorder and it didn't work that day to get anything recorded. 
but I was able to get your contact information that day, and um, it just worked out perfectly uh, for you to be able to come in today and for this program to play on Christmas. I just thought that'll be perfect to tell this story of uh, Operation Christmas Child and your passion for packing shoeboxes and just the love that the Lord's given you for these kids. uh, That This is the only, a lot of times these kids that get these shoeboxes, this is the first or maybe the only gifts they'll ever get in their life as kids. Yes. That's how I got started. A child sent a letter to this church where my mother-in-law, ex-mother-in-law was. She's still my mother-in-law. love her dearly. But anyway, and the child said, I'm eight years old, and I have never received a gift. Mm. That just did it. I've been hooked ever since. Well, uh, I want to say a prayer uh, for you and for all the kids that receive the shoeboxes you pack and all the other shoeboxes that have been packed. I know we had... 20,064 shoeboxes that came through this building. Now, there were other collection points in the Shenandoah Valley. Um, This is uh, Harrisonburg uh, Church of the Nazarene as a central drop-off location. And from here, they put those boxes on trucks, and they either go to Charlotte, which is the main uh, processing center, or up to Baltimore, which is another processing center, just to make sure that the boxes have all the necessity items and have enough items and don't have any items that they can't have, like liquids and some other stuff that would just cause the box not to go through customs or not get to the kids that they're packed for. And I actually had an uh, opportunity about four years ago or so to go to the processing center in Baltimore. And that was just a great experience to do that. And uh, yeah, so they go from here to one of the processing centers and then they go from there to the different countries and actually uh, just a neat thing they've started in the last few years. You can actually, they recommend uh, making a donation to pay for the processing of the shipping and all that of these boxes. You can actually go online and pay the donation and track your shoebox and find out what country your shoebox went to, as long as it didn't go to one of the special access areas. But even then, it'll say special access. And you know it goes to one of the areas that's harder to reach um, because the gospel is just not allowed there. Um, But I just want to say a prayer in closing for the kids that receive the shoebox, for those that, like you, Tanya, that pack shoeboxes. And I know it's something that I've done since I was a kid. Mom would always take me and my sister to pick out items for shoeboxes. And it's been a great ministry. It was started in 1993 by Franklin Graham through Samaritan's Purse. Um, So it's just a great ministry. Uh, Lord, I just thank you uh, for today, and I thank you for Tanya and her willingness and her family's willingness to pack these shoeboxes, the 50 they did last year and the the 200 that they did this year, Lord. I just, what a blessing. Thank you for putting that passion in her heart, Lord, and just thank you for each of these kids that will receive these shoeboxes and not just get, you know, necessity gifts or, you know, school supplies or hygiene items, but also they'll hear your love and your word, Lord, and we thank you most of all for that. And those, you know, in their reach of influence that will hear the gospel because of the shoebox that they receive, Lord. Uh, just uh, continue to bless Tanya and her business and her family, Lord. Mm-hmm. And uh, I pray for Angela. Thank you that she was there that day and was able to make the connection with Tanya, Lord. And uh, just thank you for her service um, during that week, Lord, her and her 
son Eli that came that day, Lord, and uh, just pray a blessing over them and all the other shoeboxes, uh, 20,064 that came through our area and all the other shoeboxes. I know this year they hit over 200 million shoeboxes since the ministry was started. They went over the 200 millionth uh, mark, and so we just praise you for that, Lord, and thank you for that, Lord. And all those are over 200 million gospel opportunities for kids and families to hear about you, Lord, and we thank you for that. And we thank you for sending your son to be born on Christmas Sunday so that we all can have hope in you, Lord, and a hope of eternal life in you through a personal relationship if we just accept you into our life, Lord. And I just pray for anybody listening that might not have a personal relationship, they can make that decision today for you, Lord. And uh, just uh, pray for all those that pack shoeboxes like Tanya, or even if you're just able to pack one shoebox, or pray for the ministry, Lord. Uh, prayer is important. So uh, if you can't pack a shoebox, we pray that you would pray for those packing shoeboxes and those kids receiving shoeboxes today, Lord. And uh, we ask all this in your name. Amen. 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 Tanya, thank you for joining us today and for sharing stories of you packing shoeboxes over the last two years. It's been great to have you. Thank you. And it's, I love coming here today. Yep. And uh, Angela, thank you for being able to join us today and uh, to share your thoughts and uh, just your heart uh, for Operation Christmas Child also. It was my joy. Thank you, Grayson. Thank you, Tanya. Thank you. Uh, Thank you for listening to today's broadcast of Hope Talks. We pray that as you've heard Tanya Landis share about packing shoeboxes for Operation Christmas Child, that it truly has been a half hour of hope for your life. Merry Christmas and may God bless. Hope Talks is sponsored by Church of the Nazarene Harrisonburg in partnership with Sunshine Ministries. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Hope Talks. If you're enjoying this podcast, please subscribe for all the updates and latest episodes. Also, if you're in the Harrisonburg or Rockingham County area, we invite you to listen on the radio each Sunday at noon on 1470 AM or 102.1 FM WBTX.